Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Ed Troxel, and if we've never met before, welcome. You're in for a treat today. You, the listener, gets to eavesdrop in on the conversations I'm having with fellow entrepreneurs. That's right. You're going to be able to hear the conversations that we're talking about when it comes to the highs, the lows, and everything in between when it comes to business and facing that usually on our own, but maybe with our teams as well. Everything that you'll need to know about this podcast episode, uh, live episode, I should say, will be in the show notes, including how to connect with our guest, as well as how I can help you show up, deliver, and engage more here online using live streaming video. So I'm excited for you to experience this with us. Here comes our guest. I hope you enjoy. Oh, hello. How are you? Ed, great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so excited that we finally got to catch up here over coffee and be able to connect because we see each other all the time online, but mm -hmm. now we actually get to see each other in person. <laughs> Absolutely. And I feel like I'm hanging out on one of those couches over there. So. <laughs> yes, it's so much fun. And, and that's the beauty of being able to be here is just be able to relax and, and connect. And so catch me up with the business. Tell me a little bit about what you're up to these days and, and, and what you're really working on being a growth strategy, business growth strategist, I should say. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's a big question because uh, my husband and I have been in business for 17 years, uh, 17 plus, a little over 17 years as entrepreneurs and business owners. So we've been through a thing or two and our business has evolved. Obviously, we have a saying that if you're not growing, you're dying. So it's always a constant evolution and growth and, you know, up leveling, uh, you know, that it's an entire process. It always is as an entrepreneur. And we're actually right now getting ready. We have an annual conference that we hold uh, once a year, usually the beginning of December. My husband's birthday is December 4th. So it's always really strategically right around his birthday. <laughs> um, he, just so we could, you know, write it off as a business, as a, you know, a business expense and have a party. But um, okay. <laughs> so we have our annual conference coming up. So actually right now that's been, you know, a major focus for us, but we, you know, we are working with our clients. We are introducing new concepts and processes all the time, always staying ahead of the curve, right? What's going on in the business world? How have things shifted? How are things changing? Because it's always changing. Always. 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 And, and now it changes even faster than it used to. Like, what we did six months ago is not what we're doing right now. Yeah, you know? it, it's so true. We have to stay on our feet. And, and that's always a challenge, especially for those who are not tech savvy, right? That's, that's always the challenge. And I don't know, do you experience that with your clients that, that techs are uh, really difficult for them? Absolutely. I would say the majority of them, you know, again, most entrepreneurs are really good at what that they do, what they do, right? Having the technical stuff has, has traditionally been a, a big challenge for them. Um, and we're really careful to guide them into outsourcing as much as possible, because if that's not their area of expertise, right, if that's not something that comes naturally to them, they're gonna waste more time, money, and energy trying to figure it all out than to actually bring on somebody who can do it quickly, who's proficient at it, and can get them up to speed much faster. Oh, it is so true. And I will tell you, that is the one thing that I know myself, as well as others, have struggled with. Mm. Because being an entrepreneur, it, it's so, 
rewarding, but it's also so challenging because we want to do all of the things. Some of us can do most of the things, but it's something that we really shouldn't be doing all of the things or some of the things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we also talk about, and it's interesting how it ties in, we talk about the energy of money, right? The, the flow of money and bringing on team members, right? People who are experienced on a particular skill set is helping that flow of money because when you're when you start moving that flow of money to people who are doing their their you know their special sauce right what it is that they do and then that's helping you in your business it's opening up that flow because it's opening your time to be able to bring in and to focus on what it is that you do best as well and i would say the number one thing i see with entrepreneurs is the fear of bringing on team members right the fear of bringing on support and it's, again, it's an investment in your business, but it's also acknowledging. And, and one of the things I do is I actually help people do like baby steps. Wow. How do you do it in baby steps? Because it's hard sometimes to go, you know, to be able to give something off to somebody else that, you know, it's your thing, right? Yeah. Um, but it, it will free you. It will free you for sure and allow you to do what it is that you do best. And, and that's always, I think, a struggle, you know, even with clients that I've worked with and, and prospects too, is that handing things off because it is our baby and, and we do, we know what's best for it for the most part. And we, we want to make sure that we are in control and it's hard for us to let go of things, especially when somebody can just come in and, and just help and just do that. You know, it's really a struggle. It's tough. And actually, this is interesting. Just yesterday, um, we had a call with one of our high level clients and she's been really struggling with this. And I'm like, you need to, you know, you need somebody in this section in this area, in this area. And so she finally started doing some interviews. And then we had a we had a Zoom call last night and she's like, this is what I'm looking at doing. And I was so proud of her because she was getting so overwhelmed and uptight about all of these things that she had to be doing that she needed to do for her business, but she didn't need to be doing. Yes. And it was literally making her uptight because all she wants to do is serve her clients. So the minute, you know, she, she said, look, this is my, you know, I've done the research. This is what I'm looking at doing. And I'm like, this is perfect for you. This one's exactly right. Like we just helped cut that time frame down. The second we looked at that, she just went like, oh, like I could see her whole face change. She just lit up and she just was like, like, I don't have to do this. Like I can have other people do this. And, and get, you know what? People are not going to be perfect. Right. They're not other, they're going to make mistakes. It's not going to be perfect, but, but good enough is good enough to get things moving. Right. You can, we yes. always say perfect as you go. Right. Oh, I take, love that. Action, take action. Perfect as you go. Yeah. And that, that's a huge one. And I will say it, it's a lot of the, the mindset and really being able to shift that because even for myself, when bringing someone on, I, I have to think ahead of time, like going back to what we were talking about, planning ahead is mm -hmm. planning ahead for what I could offload, what I could assign to somebody else, you know, knowing that one, I'm writing it down so that it's easier for me to know that it's there and, and it's not just floating around in my head um, or in tech world. And then I also can visually look at it and say, okay, 
I don't need to be doing this. It's okay to let this go. <laughs> yeah, no, you will oversee it. You'll review it. You know, it's not like it's completely out of your hands, but you don't need to be spending your time doing it. I always use this as an example. Um, I can I can write. I do not like to write. Okay, yeah. I do not like to write from scratch. Like I don't like writing out email campaigns or writing out sales copy. What I love to do is edit. Oh. So I love. I will have somebody else draft draft it up. I know it's not going to be perfect, but I know that I'm giving them instruction to at least get the flow going. For me. I, I, the minute it's already written, it's so easy for me to go in and say, oh, okay, this needs to be changed and blah, blah. And then I edit it and then I can perfect it right from there. So I know that I don't like starting from scratch. I don't like a blank page at all. Okay, that is not my favorite thing. So I get somebody else to write the draft and then it all flows. See. And that makes sense. And and that's the, what I think a lot of people will struggle with when it comes to the blank slates there, is that it's so challenging to look at a blank Word document and try to come up with something. It is. <laughs> Where editing is so much easier. Editing is so much easier. Templates, by the way. Yeah. Templates will save your life. Templates are amazing when you have an opportunity to get templates because, again, it's giving you the structure and that's what most people need. They just need the structure like, well, how do I say it or what do I do here? And then you go in and you make it personalized. And that's the easy part. Yes. So. And, and that's what I love. And um, talking about structure, tell me about how you've structured your um, conference, the what's coming up. Because oh. I'm curious about that. Like, what are you doing a couple days? Is it one day? Like, how does that work? Oh. So... We have always done our conference live in person here. We live in Las Vegas. We actually moved to Las Vegas because of our annual conference, believe it or not, it's a long story. But anyway, um, we love hosting it here. We love doing it as an in-person event. It's been our favorite thing to do for years. However, this year is different, right? This year is different. And I'm actually quite excited because we are doing this as a virtual, we're calling it a virtual live experience. And we have some really, really cool things lined up to keep people engaged, to, to keep the, you know, the training and the, and the whole process, you know, as close to being live and in person as possible. Um, Our event is three days. Uh, it has always been, you know, it's always been three days. Uh, it's basically two and a half. Like we start a little later on the first day, go into the evening, um, really lay the groundwork. We have three primary components that we lay out over the three days. And so we start with the basic foundation and move and to build upon it. And it's all based upon business, you know, business concepts, the the, the business of health and wellness, business of, of health and nutrition, which is our our niche. You know, our niche is we work with um, medical health, fitness, wellness, nutrition professionals. So we, I'm sorry. It's fantastic. That's fantastic. Oh, so, we, you know, we know who we work with. My husband and I both come with um, over 30 years experience in the industry. Um, you know, we've got a lot of background in that area. And we started working with really large corporations and realized that we love working with entrepreneurs and some small business owners. And so we made that transition many, many years ago and found our sweet spot. And so this annual conference is the opportunity where we come in and it, we call it a full on experience. It is not a pitch-a-thon. We do not have 30 speakers coming in and 
teaching and selling their stuff. We don't yeah. structure it like that at all. This is, um, again, we strategically do it at the end of the year, the beginning of December, because in the health and wellness industry, that's the slowest time of the year, right? People are not going on, right? They're not going on diets or training or doing whatever at the end of the year, or, you know, the hardcore people are. Right. Most people are like, yeah, not till January. Yeah. So we strategically say this is the best time to invest in your business, right? It's the best time to invest in education and training. And so we give them over those three days specific, actionable processes and systems. We're all about systems um, that they can apply immediately and be up and running and ready to take on the you know the New Year's resolutions and you know have their business structured in a way that that they have now planned and map out. We actually help them map it out at the event. And see, that's what I love. And that's very interesting because when it comes to conferences and now having to do that pivot with, with everything going on and having everything on virtual, it, it is, it's more of a challenge, both tech-wise as well as being able to set things up that are engaging and and really being able to think about your customers, your your clients, and understanding that the time of year is key, and that that is a great opportunity for them to breathe a little bit and to think about these things and rev up for the new year. Absolutely, it's a fantastic time for planning. So we always do it, you know, again, it's the first week in December, and then we take off the rest of December. Like we. We literally do not work we're at all. I mean, not traditionally. Right. So um, we don't work. You know, we're at home. You know, what else are you going to do? But we do take off the rest of the year. But what we do in that rest of the year is that is our planning, right? So we do exactly what we we practice, what we preach, which is we use that time to make sure, like, we're already planning for 2021. Like, we're already planning. But in that time between December 6th and the end of the year is when we're actually strategizing. Like I have, I have this big calendar on my wall um, in my office over here and it's a calendar of the entire year. And so we literally just, you know, we map out different things throughout the year. We map it out. So we know what we're focusing on. What is the, you know, what is the forward movement that we are taking for the next year? How are we leveraging and scaling our business? What is it that we're going to primarily focus on? So we practice what we preach. <laughs> it's huge. And, and I'm curious too, what keeps you going when things get tough? Because planning is one thing. And, and I know like even for my clients, myself and others just out there running their business, planning could be one struggle. But once they start planning, then it's like that next struggle, which is when things change or they don't work out the way they're supposed to. <laughs> and it will always happen. <laughs> um, Yes. So having been in business for over 17 years, we have a, quite a bit of experience with this. Um, we actually went through the 2008, 2009, 2010 recession. It hit oh. us very, very hard. At the time, we lived in Orange County. Okay. We were in Orange County, California. We had a full brick and mortar business like building. We had a 7,800 square foot health and wellness center. And 98% of our clientele were in the mortgage and broker industry, the real estate industry. And so we basically had our business almost wiped out overnight. I mean, we just did. It was so you guys like going through this now, you know, right. we're really fortunate that we were we had actually gone entirely online in 2009. Yeah, we shut down our brick and mortar 
we moved our entire business virtual. We already had a virtual component of our business. Sure. Um, and that was the only thing that literally saved us. Um, but we moved entirely online then. And then we started working with our clients. We started about two years ago um, talking to our clients and helping our clients prepare and plan. We knew that there was, quote unquote, a recession coming. We, you know, it was, it was, in, you guys, we just pay attention to what's happening. Yeah. And so we helped them start to prep and plan their business to be able to transition easily. And that's what's happened. Our clients that have been with us were prepared for it. They already were in position to be able to easily transition their clients to virtual if they weren't already doing it. So, um, you know, it, it's understanding about paying attention to what is going on in the in the environment, what is going on in the marketplace. It's not you don't always you know you don't have a goal you know you don't have a uh, you know you can't see the future. Yeah, you cannot see the future, but you can pay attention to signs, right? You can pay attention to signs, and it ultimately comes down to the fact that um, you know working with a mentor or coach is probably a key component of that. Um, as a mentor and a business coach, we also practice what we preach. In the last 17 years, we've always had a business coach or mentor, and we've had as many as three at one time, uh, working with us on different areas of our business. And I would say to anybody who's an entrepreneur, whether you're new, whether you're already experienced, working with a coach or mentor, they are going to help you see the things in your business that you cannot see. Yeah. And I'm one with sayings today, but one of our favorite sayings is you cannot read the label from inside the jar, meaning you cannot read the label from inside the jar, meaning you're in your business, right? You're in it. And it's like, you know, you're like so tunnel vision into your business. You're not, you don't see a lot of the things from the outside that a good coach can see because they're looking in strategically. They're looking in, you know, not emotionally, right? As business yeah. owners, we're emotional with our business. So they're looking in and saying, wait a minute, are you, you know, are you aware of this? Have, are you, you know, have you contemplated this issue, right? And so they can see things to help you, again, strategize. And yeah. I would say, I, I'm hoping I answered your question, yeah. but oh, yeah. the, the part of the answer is things will change and things will happen. And I would say, again, having a coach or mentor is uh, is going to help you through those rough patches, you know, be able to navigate through those rough patches, because guess what? They're going to happen. Yeah, no, it's so true. And that's the thing is that we all have to remember that we all need support. <laughs> we could be giving our clients the exact same advice, but we need to have somebody tell us that same advice so that we can actually hear it. Absolutely. And have that light bulb moment. I so agree with you. And I will say in the 17 plus years that we've been in business, one time we did not have a coach or mentor once wow. and we went off track and yeah. we caught it within about three or four months. And we started realizing that we were just like, what's going on? Like, again, the warning signs are there if you pay attention. Yeah. And we're like, okay, wait, we need somebody to kind of, you know, and we reached out and, and again, got back on track with that. Um, yeah. But I, I will share one quick thing, and this is interesting. This is just something that uh, I had to deal with very, very recently. So again, even in 17 years of business, and I love this question that you asked, things will happen, okay? You, you, you know, I have amazing team members. I have team members all over the world. And I had just brought on a new team member um, 
actually two months ago, a little over two months ago, and we were planning this three-month process this last quarter leading up to our event, right, leading up to the conference. It's a very strategic time. And so we, I brought her on. We had a full-on strategy for the three months leading up to it. We're two months, two months into the three months, and um, but she was my social media manager, and we had, you know, we had this all planned out. Two months in, all of a sudden, when I couldn't get a hold of her, and I couldn't, you know, we normally communicate all the time, and I'm like, what is going on? And a week later, she didn't respond to me for a week. She finally pops up and says, I'm so sorry, um, I took a full time job two weeks ago. Oh no! And I was like, what? <laughs> Gee, I think you could have given me a heads up on this. <laughs> yeah. And she just, and she was, she's a wonderful girl. I'm not taking it against her, but she handled it really badly. Yeah. And so my answer to you was, was I upset? Absolutely. I was upset. I was, I was, I had steam coming out of my ears. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> it was, you know, it happens, you guys. And what did I do? I literally, I got up, I talk about this all the time. I had to change my state. You know yes. what I mean by change your state, change your environment. I had to leave my office. I had to go out and do, I don't know if I did a walk or a run or whatever. I live on the base of the mountains, just get outside. Yeah. And I literally had to go breathe. <laughs> Cause I, was, I, I couldn't answer her for two days. Oh yeah. You know, I, I would imagine like that's, that's the thing, you know, I, I tell clients this all the time. And actually when I speak to, you know, when I tell people to turn on the reviews tab for their Facebook page, that's something that I always remind them is because, you know, everyone's fearful of having the reviews tab on because they're afraid that they're going to get a bad review and then people aren't going to like them. And I always tell them, turn it on because you're saying no to all those good reviews. Um, but the other thing is, is that when it comes to those reviews, if you do get a bad one or even comments, just comments in general on a social post, yeah. don't respond right away. If you're in that zone, don't respond right away because chances are you need to breathe for a second. You need to walk away, clear your head and come back to it and and have a better conversation probably about better it. Conversation. I love I love that by the way, and this is very important right now very important right now but there's a lot of high emotions there's a lot of energy flowing there's a lot of things going on in the world right now and it's this is something really good to practice i love that i, I love that yeah it, it's so important and, you know we we can do that with everything from emails to calls to social posts um it's just something that can be very challenging to to hold back <laughs> it is but we have to realize that at the end of the day we need to step back and we need to make sure that we're coming from from a, a good intentions place and, and understanding that and yeah it, it just it does better for everyone including we have to remember that we're business owners that have public facing profiles and we're only a click away from our business and so it's not like well it was on my personal and it's not on my business well it's all one in the same these days. So you're a great example of this, by the way, Ed. And I love that you brought that up. You really are. Like you just have this wonderful, um, positive business a sense of, that you promote and that you share forward. You do, and uh, it comes across. Which is also why I think it's so important that you said um, having your reviews on 
because if you are serving in with the right intentions, right? Like when you serve people with the right intentions, the reviews will naturally be good, right? There's gonna be a weirdo here and there, they happen, right? Like there's the, you know, the outliers, yeah. it happens. But when you see the overall, again, people are naturally attracted to you. They are naturally, you know, driven to, to you because of what, because you are in service to helping people. Right. And it comes across very, very clearly, by the way. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, you know, it's, it's always hard. Like you said, when you're in the jar, it's hard to see the label on the outside. I, I love that analogy because it's true as, as business owners, we get so caught up with being in the jar and we think all of these things and some may be working and maybe true, but a lot are not in terms of, you know, we, we think that maybe we're not marketing good enough. We're, we're not doing X, Y, Z, um, all of these things. And we do need to have somebody help us step back and understand you're okay over there. Here's when we need the opportunities. <laughs> And guys, being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. Okay, like, you know, you gotta have, you gotta be prepared that, you know, that it's gonna be challenging. I don't care how much experience you have. Again, we say new level, new devil. As you up level in your business, you're gonna have different challenges. You're gonna have bigger challenges, different, you know, it, it, it's, it, you know, it's the nature of it. And it's not like being an employee by any means, being an entrepreneur is being open and willing to know that you're going to make mistakes, that things are not always going to go great. But the key is, is to learn from them and how do you improve upon them? Yes, exactly. And, and you know, um, this is such a great conversation. I was talking about this with somebody the other day where, you know, I, I was helping one of my clients narrow down their offers and everything. And we had this conversation where it was starting a business can be easy. I mean, you can start your business and, and of course there's challenges in that, but you can, anybody can start a business. Anybody can create a product or a service. You can constantly make as many as you want. The challenge, challenging part is, is marketing it effectively to actually make it sell and work for you and the clients. <laughs> Absolutely. It is. It's it's so true. I think you and I have a lot more to talk about this on this. We're very aligned on on our um, business um, ideals as well. Yes. Yes. Well, I know that um, we're coming up close to time for running off, but I wanted to make sure to say thank you so much for joining me, and and I'm glad we had this coffee chat, and we'll definitely have to continue this conversation because this there's some good good things left here for us to talk about. <laughs> we, could, we could be here for a couple hours, but um, I know. I know. <laughs> again, I, I hope, again, this is helpful for your listeners. I, I know that just hearing something, you know, it, it just helps to hear that, you know, there are other people go through it or, you know, have, have challenges to deal with and knowing that you're not alone, especially as an entrepreneur, because you're in business by yourself, but you're not by yourself as long as you're in communities such as this, you know, and it's so important that you have set up this community for them. Yes, I 100% agree. And that's, that's why I love having the space that I have to do all of this because it, it's a struggle for everyone, no matter if they're aspiring, new or seasoned in, in entrepreneurship, it's always a struggle. And we need to be reminded constantly it's not just us. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. We all go through it. 
Yeah, I, I'm fortunate to be in several masterminds or entrepreneurial circles that, again, we, you know, we have weekly meetings where we get together and, you know, sometimes it's, it's awesome and you're in the flow. And there's other times where, you know, we just talk to each other and say, like, how are we dealing with this? And, you know, um, you know who else is experiencing this? And just knowing that you're not alone. Yes. And that's the huge part uh, with that is knowing that you're not alone. Well, I appreciate you being here today and thank you so much. I'll let you uh, run to your next uh, meeting, but we'll connect and we'll, we'll have another chat. Awesome, fantastic. Thank you, Ed, so much. It was a pleasure. You're so welcome. Take care and have a great day. All right, guys, how was that? Welcome back if you're just joining us. That was uh, an episode. It was so awesome. So awesome to be here with you guys live doing this. If you're just joining us, we did uh, a new live episode of our podcast here with you. And, you know, this was this was great. This was so much fun for you to be able to eavesdrop into the conversation live uh, and be able to connect and hear how we talk about entrepreneurship. And when I say we, us business owners, and that's the beauty of being able to use this platform and other platforms as well to help you find your voice and be able to connect with others and know that it's not just you facing whatever it is you're going through that we all do at all different stages in our business. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. We'll be bringing you more. Uh, I will put in the comments uh, all the ways you can connect with um, our guests as well as a free offer in there. And that will be in the comments slash show notes for you. And if you need anything, always feel free to reach out and I will help you uh, navigate these online waters. And we will see you next time. Have a great day and enjoy. 